With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour one. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. Glad to have you with me today. The phone number is 877 877- Nine seven three seven four two five. I guess I should open the call screening program, shouldn't I? Well, I guess we're going to talk about a balloon, aren't we? Kind of predictable, the, the topic we, we got to talk about out of the gate today. And I'm kind of intrigued by the whole story. Okay, first of all, let, let me give you what happened. Um, at some point last week, a balloon was detected. This is it's it's like a weather balloon that nations use, but this balloon had equipment attached to the bottom of it, and that equipment was a an array that included satellite uh, solar panels for power. In so doing, uh, very curiously, based on the track of this balloon. It managed to bypass Russian airspace, turn around uh, the Soviet Union, or the, the Russians now, my brain, and then go across Alaska, and then it dipped down. And it was able to hover through some mechanism above our nuclear uh, first strike and nuclear defense areas of Montana, have a lot of nuclear silos there, uh, near a base, and then floated down around Missouri and Kansas. And in Missouri and Kansas, it just happened to coincidentally sail over military installations and then went off to sea. Now, we know it was detected coming into Alaska and they did nothing to shoot it down. It then went into Canada and came back out uh, around where Idaho and Montana meet hovered over Billings, Montana, and the like, uh, and then went down to Colorado, Missouri, Kansas area, and sailed off South Carolina's coast, where we finally used F-22s and shot it down. Biden told his team to shoot it down on Wednesday. They wanted to wait until it went across the continent uh, and to shoot it down. They were afraid of loss of life and fallout. Privately, some of them said they were worried if there was some sort of uh, radioactive materials on board for power or the like, it could contaminate it. Or if there were biologicals on board, it could contaminate. 
that the Pentagon seemed to be very cautious of that as well. They seemed to think and, and said as much that they were able to prevent this equipment from transmitting intelligent information, not intelligent intelligence information. That's one of the claims they've made, that it didn't matter that it was there because we were somehow preventing it from doing anything. Maybe that's true. The problem is a lot of this looks to be uh, CYA. Uh, it looks to be damage control. Just follow along again. Here, here are the facts. I, 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 no opinion here. No opinion. I just want you to know the facts. On Wednesday of last week, Joe Biden told the Pentagon to shoot it down at the earliest possible opportunity. They waited until it traversed the continental United States, made it to the Atlantic. They shot it down with an F-22, first actual combat mission of an F-22, which I did not know. They knew about it as it was crossing the Aleutian Islands into Alaska. The military says that, yes, uh, it was a spy uh, observation platform dangling from a balloon. We have done these sorts of things as well. Yes, the Chinese have satellites, but the data from 100,000 feet versus uh, higher with satellites is different. The precision of the satellite camera array on this weather balloon, I shouldn't say satellite, the precision of the spy camera array on this uh, balloon could be smaller and more precise than a lot of uh, satellite arrays. There are other things that could be detected that a satellite array could not detect. Uh, And so it was very old technology, but it is useful. Our Pentagon says that they were able to prevent it from doing much, if anything, that it really couldn't collect because we knew it was there. When it was all over, actually, I shouldn't say that because I was reading last week, uh, Thursday night and Friday, I was reading that the um, it had happened before. It had happened prior to the Biden administration, the implication being it was Trump's administration. Well, after after it was shot down, the Biden team very defensively said, well, this this happened during the Trump administration. It happened during the Trump administration, and, and uh, Trump didn't shoot it down either. Something curious has happened, though, and this is where things actually get interesting. This is where things get interesting. They... They claimed, and in fact, let me let me get you the two reports now because CNN has reported this, and uh, the the Wall Street Journal is now reporting this, and I find the spin very interesting. So, John, you know who John Bolton is? John Bolton was President Trump's national security advisor for a time. Uh, he had been George W. Bush's U.N. ambassador. He is, by all accounts, a, a raging a-hole. Everyone who knows him and likes him describes him as a brusque personality, but they love him. John Bolton wrote a tell-all book about Donald Trump. He came on my program, and I had to challenge him somewhat. If things were that bad, why did you stay? Why did you wait until a book deal to tell these things? He didn't have very good answers to me, and I had always liked the guy and was very disappointed by him. But he did write a tell-all book about Donald Trump, that uh, Donald Trump was asleep at the switch. Donald Trump did all sorts of crazy things. Donald Trump was a narcissist. Donald Trump was an idiot. Donald Trump didn't know what he was doing. He wrote all these things, and John Bolton said this did not happen in the Trump administration. This is a man who does not like Donald Trump. 
Why would he deny it? It would play to his theory that Trump was a hypocrite. I mean, the entire premise of John Bolton's book is that Trump was actually uh, blustered a lot about China, but behind the scenes was giving away the store. This would add ammunition to his argument about Donald Trump, and he says it did not happen on their watch. John Ratcliffe uh, is the former DNI director, and he said he, he's unaware of this happening. Richard Grinnell, who's someone who's very pro-Trump, who probably would um, deny it even if it happened, he said it didn't happen. So you can be somewhat dismissive of him, but you can't really be dismissive of John Ratcliffe. You can't really be dismissive of John Bolton. Now, listen to this. This this is very interesting. This is the, the new spin. And again, this is important for everyone, whether you're a partisan or not, whether you think he whether you think the Biden administration looked weak or not, you need to understand the Biden administration let the thing sail continentally, go to the Atlantic, they shot it down. Then they came out and said, Well, this happened during the Trump administration as well. All of the Trump people, the ones who like Trump, the ones who hate Trump, the ones who don't mind making him look bad, they all came out and said, This did not happen during the Trump administration. So now that they've all come out and they're very adamant this did not happen, now listen to the new White House spin. This is new. This is uh, as of uh, late yesterday, 8.44 p.m., the Wall Street Journal put this up. China previously sent high-altitude surveillance balloons over the United States that went undetected until after leaving American airspace, Biden administration officials said as the military salvaged debris Sunday from the drowned balloon. After the Pentagon disclosed last week it was tracking the balloon and the Air Force shot down Saturday off the Carolina coast, defense officials said there have been prior intrusions over the continental United States. At least three of those occurred during former President Trump's term in office and once previously during President Biden's term. Those previous balloon flights were much shorter in duration, possibly explaining why some went undetected at the time, senior administration officials said. One official said that much of the information of the flights was pieced together later. This is the quote. This information was discovered after the prior administration left. And now here's the CNN story. Chinese spy balloons under Trump not discovered until after Biden took office. The transiting of three suspected Chinese spy balloons over the continental United States during the Trump administration was only discovered after Joe Biden took office. The officials said the intelligence community is preparing to offer briefings to key Trump administration officials about the Chinese surveillance program, which the Biden administration believes has been deployed in countries across five continents over several years. John Bolton, this is again from CNN, a former national security advisor to Trump, also pushed back on the assertions that balloons surveilled the United States during the former president's tenure, asking, did the Biden administration invent a time machine? What is the basis of this new detection? But added he would take a briefing. The very fact, if it is a fact, that the Chinese tried this before should have alerted us and should have caused us to take action before the balloon crossed into American sovereign territory. Listen. Maybe it happened, but it just seems a little bit odd to me, the timeline here. The Biden administration says this happened before during the Trump administration. All of the Trump people come out, including the ones who don't like Trump and wrote tell-all books about him and said this did not happen. 
So the Biden administration then comes back out and say, yes, it did happen, but no one knew about it until after Joe Biden was in office. That sounds really convenient. Maybe they're telling the truth, but they need to be able to document this instead of letting us us try to believe them. I mean, these people do lie too. I know Democrats do claim that only Donald Trump uniquely lies, but Joe Biden's team lies a lot too. They lied a lot about the deal with Afghanistan. They lied about leaving Americans behind in Afghanistan. They've lied about national security issues. It's just, it's it's very odd to me that they come out and they say, well, this happened under Trump too. All the Trump people, including the ones who hate his guts, come out and say it never did. They're like, well, it did. We just didn't know about it until Joe Biden was president. All right. I'm, listen, I will be persuaded by the evidence but by the statements of a political team in damage control mode, this White House fundamentally does understand it looks bad to have a balloon with Chinese spy equipment all the way across the United States before they shot it down. And they said it was about loss of life. If you shot it down over the Aleutian Islands when you detected it, no loss of life. You shot it down right when it's coming across the Canadian border, no loss of life. Nobody nobody inhabits that area. It's just the the excuse making on this seems just too good to be true that uh, it happened under the prior administration, but no one knew that it happened under the prior administration until the new administration came in and we pieced together data. And it didn't really last that long when it happened under the last administration. And you know what we're missing here is the punchline. They didn't admit it happened this time. It was seen by an American who photographed it and realized that something was not up, and he went to the local media, and the local media turned it into a national media story. None of us would be talking about this except for one guy in Montana noticed it, went to his local newspaper because it had some sort of uh, array of solar panels underneath this balloon, and the local media turned it into a national media story, and only then did the Biden administration respond to it. And now they want us to believe it happened four other times and not a single American noticed. It doesn't make sense. I'm not saying it's not true. I am saying you need to not just come out and say, well, it happened then too and no one knew until we were in office. You need to actually come out with the evidence and make the compelling case. If you go brief John Bolton, who doesn't like Donald Trump and says this did not happen under Donald Trump, and he comes out tomorrow and says, well, actually, they presented credible evidence that it happened over Hawaii or happened along the coast, but it didn't come across the continent, or maybe it did, but didn't last a long time. Well, then, yeah, I'll I'll believe it. But I'm not just taking the, the admissions and statements of the Biden administration doing damage control on their own weakness to believe something like this. You got to show us more. We'll see if they actually do. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee, and now more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. 
even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible, and there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. There's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or even reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses, so don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with the free five-minute questionnaire at refunds with an S, refundspro.com. That's refunds with an S, pro.com. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. See, I got time. I'm going to swing over and take Greg's call. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. So uh, once that balloon was discovered in Montana, the military put up an aircraft called a RC-135 rivet joint. It's like a KC-135 tanker airframe, but it's filled with electronic snooping and countermeasures, and it could basically, it's it's a giant sponge. It, It scoops up every electronic signature out there, and you can then record, track, jam. So we knew exactly what was going on with the balloon the entire time it crossed the U.S. That's one silver lining because uh, we right. knew everything it got. Yeah, that, that is one silver lining. And, you know, I, I, I guess some I heard someone on The View this morning said something along the lines of, well, we've done it to them too. Uh, so uh, yeah, we've caught this now and we should not. Uh, be allowing them to do it uh, concurrent to this. Uh, yeah, there are some silver lines here and we will be able to inspect exactly what they had on their array. Uh, they've been doing yeah. this and it's not just us. The Biden administration says they're doing it in Central America as well. Uh, I have a suspicion about what they're doing in Central America. Uh, I'll give you my theory. This is, this is uh, an educated theory based on what I know of what China wants for Central and South America, my theory is the Chinese are flying some of these arrays over Central and South America, like the Biden administration says, not for military advantage per se, but I suspect their sensor arrays are designed to look for areas that may have rare earth minerals because the Chinese are trying to buy up every bit of property on planet Earth they can find where they even suspect rare earth minerals are so they can corner the market on those things. It would not surprise me uh, if they decided uh, a satellite array was not as effective at detecting that sort of stuff as um, a balloon that's inside the atmosphere. So that that's my theory. I, it is, it's just based on the Chinese. If you don't, if you haven't heard what the Chinese are doing is going around uh, the world. They're buying up every bit of lithium they can find and they're buying all of the land on which they suspect lithium ha- uh, is available. Uh, they're buying up land where they suspect they can make cobalt mines and others. They look for certain uh, geological um, points of interest to tell them that. And I suspect they, they've they used satellite uh, technology for a very long time to be able to do this, particularly in Central and South America, where they, they wanted to exist, uh, buy up mines. And this has been well documented. They use satellite technology to observe the land, see how much lithium or, or other things they thought they might be able to get out of the land before buying it. I suspect the these arrays they're flying over Central and South America, which they are doing, has a lot to do with that. That's that's my theory. 
Um, but uh, it's it's just it's my theory. Haven't read this anywhere. It's my supposition based on that. It's one thing we forget the um, they are doing now. When we come back, there's actually I was surprised. Leon Panetta, the former CIA director under uh, Barack Obama, was critical over the weekend. Lots of audio on this. We've also got to get to just how bad Kamala Harris sucks. The Democrats are starting to fret about Kamala Harris, and of course tomorrow. You got the State of the Union address coming. We need to talk about what Joe Biden intends to say. Hello, welcome back. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program, this is Leon Panetta. He was the CIA director for Barack Obama. Yeah, that uh, that bothered me that, uh, uh, that it was allowed to uh, transverse the uh, uh, entire country. Uh, and And for that reason, I think, it probably would have been well for for the president uh, to to have been transparent with the country uh, about what was happening here uh, when they initially found uh, that the balloon was there, uh, when they considered it to be an intelligence gathering balloon, and frankly, when the president made the decision to shoot it down. If he made the decision on Wednesday to shoot it down, uh, I think that should have been made public. Uh, it would have prevented some of the criticism uh, that occurred later. Uh, and the American people, I think, are entitled to know uh, just exactly what our adversaries are up to. So uh, I think greater transparency would have helped the White House as well. Undoubtedly so. Here's Pete Boot Edge Edge. Glad to be with you. So the, the this suspected Chinese spy balloon entered U.S. airspace eight days ago, two Saturdays ago in Alaska. Once it became clear that this was not an accident, why did the U.S. not shoot it down then. Well, again, the president gave instructions to have it uh, handled, to have it shot down in a way that was safe. Uh, as you may have seen, there's reporting now that the debris field that was created by this balloon when it was shot down was about seven miles long. And so anytime the military is considering an operation like that, they have to consider the safety of the American people. Uh, the president called for this to be dealt with in a way that uh, balanced all of the different risks. That's exactly what happened. Military did a terrific job. From our perspective, in, in the DOT, of course, our main concern is the safety of the national airspace. This thing was above uh, uh, where flight operations happen, and so any debris would have passed through that national airspace. But the FAA works very closely with the Pentagon. In this case, had to do ground stops on those airports on the eastern seaboard, close off some of the airspace to make sure that everything was uh, safe and secure during the operation. And as you know, the operation took place without any damage or injury to uh, any American uh, lives or, or property. Yeah, whatever you say, the party line. One more from the Pentagon on this. How big is the balloon that you're trapped? Have you guys picked up? Is it leaving anything in its wake like sensors? Yeah, so uh, so on your latter uh, question, I'm not, I'm not going to get into intelligence. Um, we, we do continue to monitor the balloon. We do know that it is a surveillance balloon. Um, in terms of the size, I'm, I'm not able to get into the specifics other than to say uh, that it is big enough uh, that, again, uh, in reviewing uh, our approach, we do recognize that uh, any potential debris field would be significant uh, and potentially cause civilian uh, injuries or deaths. Uh, or significant property damage. So again, this is part of the calculus in terms of our overall assessment. Uh, but again, we'll continue to monitor it. We'll continue to review our options uh, and keep you updated as able. There's a lot of wiggle room here in what these people are saying. 
The bottom line, however, uh, boils down to it was there for a while. It took them some time to detect it. That's the other thing here. Um, is it just me? Cause that, that is a little bit of a concern for me. If we follow through everything we've heard for the last few days, we get, uh, they were, some of the excuses for not shooting it down was, was there radiological equipment on board? They should have been able to detect that. And by the way, I don't think that's uh, likely one, because there were solar arrays for power, but two, uh, radiological nuclear equipment. I, I'm not saying nuclear bombs. Don't hear me say that. I'm not saying dirty bombs. I'm saying uh, powered by something with um, with radioactive material at its core for warmth or some other. Um, I, I this this is what I'm. I don't think that's accurate to say that would be a likely scenario because this is a balloon. And if you use radiological equipment, anyone who knows anything about the uh, periodic table knows the further down you get, the higher the the number, the more radioactive it is, the heavier it is. So if they were using something on board, a hot air balloon, they had solar panels up there to give it power. So the idea that there's probably some radiological uh, equipment uh, to also keep it on board, one, you should be able to detect it, and two, it would be heavy. So I, I, I doubt it would happen. But nonetheless... That's one of the things they've said, radiological, or maybe they were worried about biological things. They didn't know what was on this array. Here's what I have a really big concern with is forget all of the scenarios of what could have been. Could there have been something nuclear or radiological or biological on there that if it hit the ground could have contaminated it? My concern is that the Biden administration is now openly acknowledging we can't detect these things until it's too late. Why do you want to tell the entire world, hey, if you fly a weather balloon over us with a weapon, we're going to be late in the game detecting it. We we didn't catch it at first. That's a real problem, particularly now, because if their excuse is that, yes, it happened in the Trump administration, but we didn't even know about it until the Biden administration came in and started looking and we found that it was happening, um, that's a pretty damning indictment on them in that they admit they knew it was happening because they found evidence of it in the Trump administration that Trump missed, and still they missed this balloon. So you knew they were doing it during the Trump administration. The Trump administration itself did not know they were doing it. Once you got into office, you found the evidence it had been happening in the Trump administration. So you knew the Chinese had done this at least three times, and you did this one. This one got through before you detected it. So in other words, you're admitting we don't have a way to detect these things. Come on in, Al-Qaeda. Get yourself a weather balloon. This is not very reassuring, nor is it very comforting. Sleep well, boys and girls. I just, I mean, honestly, when you when you start thinking about that stuff, um, when you think about the way this proceeded, they're saying that it did happen, but that the Trump administration did not know. 
and that they only discovered it when researching after they took office. That's the only reason they know it actually happened in the Trump administration. Uh, and that's why they say the Trump administration denials are sincere because they did not know it. Only the geniuses of the Biden administration were able to figure it out. So the Biden administration knew that balloons were coming into the country. Trump couldn't detect them. The Biden team figured out a way to detect them and still missed this balloon until it was too late. This isn't reassuring in any way, shape, or form. It's just not, which probably gives way to this ABC polling. ABC News and the Washington Post have their poll out. Let me just read you the the top part of this. Two years into a presidency that the White House casts as the most effective in modern history. President Biden is set to deliver a State of the Union address Tuesday to a skeptical country with the majority of Americans saying they do not believe he has achieved much since taking office. The poll finds that 62% of Americans think Biden has accomplished not very much or little or nothing during his presidency, while 36% say he accomplished a great deal or a good amount. On many of Biden's signature initiatives, from improving the country's infrastructure to making electric vehicles more affordable to creating jobs, majorities of Americans say they do not believe he has made progress. The dynamic arguably raises the stakes of Biden's primetime speech on Tuesday. The president is expected to use the platform to tout his accomplishments and remind voters that many of the laws he signed during the first half of his term are just now being implemented. So Pete Buttigieg was on Meet the Press this weekend, and he was asked about this. Just listen to this. Let's go to the president's State of the Union. Um, Look, he's got a lot of things to tout. Why do you think that it has not penetrated the American public? Well, these things don't sell themselves, and it's one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to that that State of the Union address. Uh, I will say that there have been so many accomplishments under this administration, it can be difficult to list them in a distilled way. Right. So many accomplishments, it's hard to list them in a distilled way. But the genius said one more thing as well, highlighted by the Republican National Committee. He's got a lot of things to tell. Why do you think that it has not penetrated the American public? Well, these things don't sell themselves, and it's one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to that that State of the Union address. Uh, I will say that there have been so many accomplishments under this administration. It can be difficult. Ah, they inserted the wrong clip. This is the clip I played. Doggone it. Um, That's all right. Uh, He went on to say that uh, the president would have higher approval ratings if people were more aware of what he did. I'm it, it, you know, okay. Let let's step back politically. So let's just let's just, this this again. This is not this is not partisan conservative Republican Eric Erickson here. This is just just I did this stuff for a living. It is true to a degree that every presidential administration must sell what it has done because the the public doesn't often know. The public gets confused. Uh, Sometimes you think something passed and it didn't. Sometimes you forget something passed. So you do have to remind people, yes, we passed these things. But you don't have to sell a presidency that hard. If people 
believe their lot in life has improved. They credit the president of the United States, whether he had anything to do with it or not, the president's approval goes up. The president's approval rating, it goes up when you feel like you've got a better lot in life than you had. Whether he had anything to do with it or not, he's given credit. It's one of the, the remarkable things in American politics. Presidents get the blame when the economy's bad. They get uh, the credit when the economy is good, even if they had nothing to do with it. You don't have to sell it that much. To come out and say, essentially, the president's job approval sucks because he's done so much good for the American public, they can't keep up with the good he's done, they would be giving him credit for stuff he didn't even do. The problem is that it is under this administration where you go to the grocery store and eggs are five bucks an egg. It is this administration where you go to the grocery store and baby formula is not on the shelf or limited to just buy one. It is this administration where the cost of gas is still higher than it was in the Trump administration, even as it's come down. It is this administration that is overseeing changes to the American power grid causing more blackouts, whether fairly to target them or not. It is this administration under which China is flying observable spy balloons over the United States. It is this administration that on the world stage seems to be disrespected and ignored. It is this administration where all of those sorts of things are happening. And because of that, this president has low approval. It is under this administration that we have all-time high inflation. It is under this administration that we have all-time high bare store shelves outside of COVID. It is under this administration that we have wages not keeping up with the cost of living. It is under this administration that we have a general malaise in the stock market. It is under this administration that all of those things are starting to happen. And it is under this administration that they're trying to say, we've just done so much, we've done so much, we've improved your lives so much, and no one feels the improvement. You can't sell that feeling. The American people either get it or they don't. And because you can't sell the feeling to the American people, telling them your life is better even if you don't know it, they know their life is not better and they blame you for it because you talk about all the things you have done. That's the chief problem for Joe Biden is this. Joe Biden and his administration talk so much about all of their accomplishments and all of the things they've done, and Americans still don't feel better about their lives. They then translate that you either didn't do those things or you did the wrong things because my lot in life has not improved. And either way, Joe Biden gets the blame, deservedly so. One of the things Joe Biden has done is just deeply screw up the stock market. I mean, his economy is causing so much doubt and chaos inside the stock market, and people are really hesitant about where we go forward. Do me a favor. Reach out to my friends at Advantage Gold. If you've got a lot of questions, they can get you really educated on how to use precious metals in your retirement. With it, hyperinflation out there, with the stock market turmoil out there, with the instability, sometimes you may find that adding gold and silver to your portfolio eases the ebbs and flows of your retirement. So whether it's an IRA, 401k, if you're interested in using precious metals, there's only one company you need to go talk to. That's Advantage Gold. They're TrustLink's number one highest rated gold company seven years in a row, seven years in a row. They can get you educated on how to use gold 
in your retirement portfolio and your planning to ease the ebbs and flows of hyperinflation, the stock market, all that stuff. They're really, really knowledgeable people. If you have questions about it, if you're curious at all, you should reach out to them at 800-450-2566, 800-450-2566. Now listen, they want to give you a free gold IRA investing kit that tells you what you need to know. Call them at 800-450-2566 today. They are amazing. They can answer your questions. Uh, They can see if your current retirement setup qualifies for working with them. They've answered my questions on gold. I had a lot of them related to inflation, and they can answer your questions as well. Highly knowledgeable. They want to give you the free gold IRA investment kit. 800-450-2566. 800-450-2566. Tell them I sent you. Just call them if you got questions. They got answers about using gold. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. You guys should consider subscribing to the daily email, particularly as the presidential race gets more and more heated up. Um, We'll have a lot of information uh, exclusive to subscribers, interviews with the candidates and the like. You can text the word data to 33777 to get that information. And I, I gotta, I, I gotta share with you. Um, I, it doesn't, I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to go over, take my daughter to Nikki Haley's announcement, uh, next week in, it's going to be on February 15th in Charleston. Um, I have been a, a friend of Nikki's forever. I, I am, I, I, I'm not endorsing anyone for president one. I can't and two, I wouldn't want to, uh, Nikki is a friend. She called and asked if I would bring my daughter over because uh, my seven-year-old uh, really likes Nikki a ton and knew Nikki knew she'd want to come see it. So I am going to go over there for the endorsement. I'm not going to play a role or anything in the um, in the announcement. I, I'm, I'm, I can't endorse, don't want to endorse. Um, I, 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 you know, when she ran for governor, I introduced her on stage. Uh, and she won, and uh, some of her team thought I, I should do it, and I was like, I, I just can't. I can tell everybody in America this is not an endorsement, but I it would sound like one, and it would get me in, in hot water, so can't do it. But my kid, if she could work for Nikki Haley, she absolutely would, uh, absolutely loves it. And, and Nikki's a friend. Nikki's a longtime friend, so I'm excited for her uh, nonetheless regardless of how 2024 plays out. It's kind of fun to have a friend who's running for president. Um, so I'll take my kid over there to, to witness it, and I will do my show. at the, the event's at like 11, and so then I'll do my show uh, from noon to 3 over in Charleston, and then we'll head back home after that. It should be fun. But things are heating up. The DeSantis team is giving off signs uh, that they're starting to look at people possibly to consider them for 2024. But importantly, and I think this is a good thing for DeSantis, he is not planning on running, uh, not planning on looking like he's running, not talking about running until after the Florida legislature is done. Uh, you got a three-month session of the Florida legislature, and once that's over, I think you'll start hearing some rumbling from DeSantis, but right now he's focused on being the governor of Florida. And I think that's good for him. It gives him a good excuse to not engage in the tit-for-tat with Donald Trump and the like, uh, and puts the focus on his ability to govern in the state of Florida. Uh, Mike Pence as well continues to build up his team. In fact, a friend of mine who was working for Nikki Haley is now working for Pence. So it's going to be interesting to see how this shapes up. When we come back, I want to talk to you about a conversation I had with some economists this weekend. But before I get there, we need to talk about 
how badly the Democrats think Kamala Harris is handling herself in the White House.